Xbox on. Game on, baby. Wow! Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast, the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. I'm your host, Ross Miller, and I'm joined by Ka-Ka-Karina. Hey. And everyone's favourite lord and savoury snack, it's Reese. Hi. I'm the only lord and savoury snack, so I'm like the favourite by default. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. My friend refers to you as Cheese Lord. Cheese Lord? Cheese Lord? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know who called me that, but I'm happy with the name. Who it? sounds like the worst musical ever. Cheese Lord? A music? Yeah, okay. It's a bit like Lord of the Dance. Well, I mean, you know, Meatloaf is pretty synonymous with musicals, so why not Cheese Lord? I would do anything for cheese. (laughs) <laughs> but I won't do that. I won't, be, I won't do that. No, no. I'm not. I'm not appearing on Chatterbait. Um, <laughs> what we do traditionally start this podcast with what we've been playing, and I've had a couple of messages this week celebrating me beeping out you, Reese, talking about Nintendo. But you know what? I sort of missed it. So, Reese, what have you been playing this week? Nintendo. <laughs> and no, Karina. What? I'm, I'm no. Hold on. Let me finish. <laughs> I did play Nintendo, but not very long. I also played a lot of Civilization because I was just playing that last week and it's good. And yeah, I haven't actually had a chance to play uh, any games on the Xbox this week. Yeah, I mean, that's that's me for the Xbox podcast done for this week. <laughs> and Karina? Well, I promised myself I wouldn't get addicted to Fortnite, but I kind of might have. Um, so I've been playing I that have. non-stop again, uh, mainly because it's just bridging the gap till Destiny, and I'm really addicted, and I just can't stop playing it. I, d- I don't know if it's just because you get daily things, or I just like the game, but I've been giving that a go still. Uh, did a bit of streaming with it, and also I gave Slime Rancher a try. Oh, uh, just a very quick try. But I was like, woo, because it was free on gold, as we discussed last uh, last week. But I was playing it well until my pink blobs changed into cat blobs, which then ate all my chickens, and I got really annoyed. Sounds about right. <laughs> they were cute cat blobs, right? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Actually, uh, anyone who's interested in Slime Rancher, Slime Rancher. That, that's a different kind of game. Slime Rancher should stay tuned to the pod in maybe next week or the week after. We might have a pretty cool guest. It's the developers of Slime Rancher. <laughs> well, I, I've been playing the same game as you, Karina. To be honest with you, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. I've really uh, enjoyed it. To the extent where um, Karina and our friend John 
got Karina both and John online at the same time, got them to come round and fix up my base, and then I went offline. <laughs> I know, just Aha. stealing our resources. Support, That's what we did labor, I see. <laughs> using us for our resources. I do How like dare you? pretty bases, though. I've been going around making very pretty things in Fortnite and perfectly symmetrical structures and things like that. Um, but it's a lot of fun. It is an absolute lot of fun. But the other game, which I've been playing this week, is not Slime Rancher. I still need to, to, to try that. But I renewed my games pass and I actually went back and started playing the Dead Island collection. Okay. Ooh, Blast I've from never, the past. I've not played through them. I think it would be really hard to go back to after Dead Island. Uh, not Dead Island, sorry. Um, Dying Light. Dying Light, yeah. It's um, like the spiritual successor. I prefer it to Dying Light. Yeah, I prefer I mean, the slower pace and the. Uh, I guess. Yeah, it's more I, pure in a way. Like it knows exactly what it is. Yeah. If you want to be like that, that was my my biggest problem with Dying Light is that it felt like two games that were sort of fighting against one another rather than one game that was focused. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like for me, there's just something very satisfying about pulling weapons out of suitcases, and you do that quite a lot in that game. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and you, but, you kick people in the face a lot in that game too. But Ross, 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 I I remembered I I did play Xbox this week. Ooh. I can't believe I forgot, and I actually played a lot of Xbox. In fact, I played like like four hours straight, which is an incredible marathon for me. If anyone knows me, I played Torment, Tides of Numenera. And what did you think? Well, I mean, I loved the game, but I got distracted, you know, by the endless stream of releases and never found the time to go back because you know it's one of those games that requires you sit down and and pay attention because you know you have to read everything uh but i found myself uh, alone at home with nothing to do i was like saw it sitting in my games and apps and was like you know what i'm going back to this i ended up getting hooked into it again it's good I'm, i'm near the end it's amazing i just spent some time in a city that's like inside a giant flesh monster's stomach, I suppose. And all the buildings are made out of like pustules and boils and the doors are mouths and it's it's charming. So this isn't on Nintendo? No. <laughs> I mean, sounds like, it sounds like a Nintendo game. Oh yeah, classic Nintendo, you know, <laughs> rivers of pus and it's just, it's amazing. But no, no, yeah, Torment's good. Uh, I definitely agree with, with Big Jez about how good that game is. He's yeah. the only person I know who's played it. Jess Gordon loves that game. He mentions that quite a lot. He yeah, that. he does. Later on, uh, Reese and Karina had an interview with Ben and Steve from Pixel Maniacs. Um, they have a game coming out later in the month called Chroma Gun. So that's going to be at the very end of the podcast. But for now, let's find out what's been happening in the subreddit this week. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. This week in the subreddit. So, former guest Major Nelson, yesterday... I like how you this. dropped that, by the way. You know, former guest. You know, <laughs> former he's guest. Only former Larry. guest. He's been on once or twice. We have to get Larry back just before or just after the, uh, the, the Scorpio launch. The X. Oh, that's a good call. I know it's the X, but it's always the Scorpio in my heart. Yeah. Oh, I prefer the name Scorpio. I think yeah. everyone did, but I'm sort of used to being called the X now that the Scorpio was gone. We even had a theme tune once that 
Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the major posted that a new dashboard update was on the way, and now as we record, it has been released. So I've had a quick go at it, would you say? I've updated, I've had a shot of it. And like the subreddit, I am not 100% convinced, but I want your take on it first. So, Reese, what is your take on the new dashboard? I hate it. I do, you know, web design, and it's it's awful. Like, from a design perspective, there is so much wasted space um, there is much more space for advertising than there is for content. And just little things like the fact that when you highlight something, it, it gets a glowing bolded edge like seventh grade HTML class. And they, they use, if you go to the new social screen, it uses a design language like a layout called multi-masonry, which is uh, most noticeably used in Pinterest. So when I go to the Xbox, to the social tab, all I see in my my screen is Pinterest. It's awful. But I have to say, it is fast. It is really, really, really fast. This is the fastest dashboard Microsoft has ever made. And if it wasn't for the Switch, which is just a white screen with icons, this would be the fastest dashboard there is. But I think the Switch is cheating just by, by yeah, virtue of the fact that it doesn't act. Yeah, it's just a screen, you know, like, but, uh, but yeah, the, so the, 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 this dash is really, really fast. And of course, this has only been released to people in the alpha ring. Uh, Karina, are you in the alpha ring? Do you have this new dashboard? Uh, I haven't been on the Xbox since this update. I don't think I am on the alpha ring, you know, I, I'm going to have to check. I hope I am. I have to I'm have twist to, some I've... arms and get you into the alpha ring. <laughs> you can't have someone on the party chat podcast not being all. Alpha. I thought to say exactly. I feel like this is some like battleground, the alpha ring. <laughs> Battle, <laughs> battleground does have an alpha ring. Ross, what what don't you like about it? Because I just had a rant and it felt good to get out. <laughs> what what don't you like about it? And I, and what do you think it could be better? Well, similar to you, I don't like the wasted space on the front screen. I feel as if that's not going to be wasted. I do feel that looking at it, that they are going to do something that will be included. Remember, this is an alpha ring. This isn't yes, meant to be complete. I'm sure they are going to listen to feedback. You know, I get the fact it's got lots of wasted space. I did prefer the previous home screen. But what I do love, as you said earlier, is the speed of it. And I do like the fact that I can bring up the menu in games. So I was going to walk away, Geller, and I got a message, and I was in defence, and I literally hit the home button, it popped up, the game's still running, not on a small screen, but you know, just to the right of where it is. I quickly read my messages, Kate or message, should I say, went back into the game, and I, I never left it, it popped up. That ne- it was a much needed feature, if I'm yeah, I was, honest with you. I was, I was saving this for last, because it was also something positive-ish. I really don't like it as much as the last, uh, when you hit the button and the, the slide menu slide out, the blade, or whatever they call it, the Basically, now the when you when you bring up the the Xbox menu, as as Ross mentioned, it pops out a little bit. It's no longer left aligned that sort of squishes your your image to the side. It basically sits on top, like opening like opening a folder or a program or an app on your PC, so you can do it from within the game and still sort of see around the edges of it. Like I had to spend some time learning where everything was, but I can see how. 
it's fast and, and fairly well designed. The only thing I don't like is that if you go to the friends tab, all your friends are represented by a whole chunk of their gamer picks. Only, and, uh, you know, only at the top if you click. Yeah, into yeah, yeah. But up. I mean, but what I mean is like that's that's useless. It's just a waste of space because how can I know? You know, you people change their gamer pick like they change their underwear. But that's that's only a, a minor minor gripe. I think the whole what is the thing called again? Menu the gate. The guide. That's it. The guide. <laughs> Thank you. That one. That, yeah, you got it. I think the new guide is is definitely a step in the right direction. I also like the way that uh, you can open additional menus and they sort of like stack on top of one another like tiles yeah. so like you can go all the way to say um i don't know I, I went all the way to clubs without leaving the program i had open yeah well that that was much needed it, it makes sense to to follow that and, and i hope they just get the, the, the home issues sorted uh, because people on the subreddit are clearly oh. not happy about oh, the adverts oh. The subreddit is in open rebellion at this point. Um, we have deleted hundreds and hundreds of angry threads. Please, guys, <laughs> just just relax, okay? It's <laughs> it's gonna get fixed. Um, I hope. It, in fact, we we mods noticed, you know, when Big Larry dropped the uh, dropped the thread. Normally, he sticks around to answer some questions in the thread, but he dropped this and. Ran for the hills and did not post a single comment in there. So I think, I think maybe they knew that the reception would be mixed. But, um, as we say, it is the earliest of alphas and you guys can check out a video if you're curious about what it looks like. And you're not in the alpha ring. Um, Larry and Quick, that's Mikey Barra did a walkthrough video and I think that's on Larry's webpage and probably on the official Xbox YouTube account by now I'd say. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Sure it is. One thing I have noticed is that after a conversation last week obviously we are major influencers at Xbox on the party obviously, chat podcast. Obviously. Because <laughs> like like I said, I'm gonna get Karina into the alpha <laughs> uh, on one of the first menus you go into it says Tournaments. Hey! <laughs> so after a long conversation on last week's episode about what is happening with regards to tournaments, it looks as if it's just round the corner, and that could be quite exciting. Oh, I'll yeah. be keeping an eye on that. Definitely. Right, so moving on, one of the biggest secrets of gaming, and coming totally out of left field, no, oh, no one saw this one coming. This. Yeah. User Donas won the Karma Lottery and posted that Spotify is now on Xbox. Karina, do you music while you or listen to do you music? Do you music? (laughs) Do you you listen to music while you game? Is this Spotify app something that you are going to use? Honestly, to me, it's useless. Uh, I am really bad when it comes to music, mainly because as I grew up, I was a bit of a dancer. So to me, music, I literally sit and choreograph. So I, I can't multitask and do that while I'm playing a game. But the thing is, I enjoy I enjoy music within a game. So I just prefer to listen to the game. To me, I know, I know a lot of people will like Spotify and be you know over the moon that it's on the Xbox. But personally, it makes no difference to myself. But that's just a personal preference that I'm not a big music music person, music player, music, music player, music, music listener. 
Are you an MP3 player? I, 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 don't, I don't know, am I? <laughs> well, some people like to say they consume music. Consume music? Oh. You're a big consumer of music. Engulfed with music. <laughs> music what? man. Well, music no. woman. <laughs> I am the music woman. Okay. That's a song, music isn't it? Woman. Yeah, you come from far away. This mm. is just getting worse and worse. But, you know, actually, <laughs> that's a... That's an interesting perspective to have because not many people uh, say that. And basically, you know, the Internet's always taken up by the people with the strongest opinion and the loudest voices. But there are quite a lot of people who just don't give a crap about about listening to custom music over the top of their game. And many times I also find it quite distracting. Like I wouldn't play Little Nightmares and and have the Beastie Boys rocking in the background, or maybe I would just for the hell of it. But you oh, know, I don't like, really want to making, do that now. I'd be <laughs> making a, a statement if I did that. Anyway, uh, what about you, Ross? Well, similar to Karina, I'm not necessarily going to listen to music. The one game that I have integrated music into uh, is Forza Horizon. Ah, because of the radio stations in Forza Horizon, and I don't know. Spotify will come to Forza Horizon being a, a first party game but I do have playlists set up and things like that that I will listen to whilst playing that game and it works very well eh, because it is essential listening to a car radio but like you I'm not going to be although playing Battlefield with Hans Zimmer does sound quite good <laughs> yeah, <that would> be, <laughs> there's always uh, exceptions to the rule of course but what I'm more likely to do though as Spotify has podcasts, and although there is a podcast app on there, I do find that Spotify um, maybe a little, it's a little bit more functional for listening to them. So I may listen to some podcasts while playing some longer-term, labour-intensive games. So I may use it for that. But like Karina, I would much rather listen to the soundtrack of a game itself than integrate my own soundtrack to it. I don't think anyone listens to more podcasts than you, Ross. No, I'm a bit of a podcast addict. <laughs> but um, for me, I'm the opposite to you guys. I am a huge music fan. If you can't tell by the way I look, I, I absolutely love rock and roll and heavy metal and, and that kind of stuff. I am, you know, from Scandinavia. But I, I like all kinds of music. I play the drums. I, I like to make music. Uh, and uh, music has always been a, a huge part of my life. And uh, at the same time, like, and, and I love Spotify, by the way. Every other music streaming service is crap compared to Spotify when it comes to heavy metal. Uh, but anyway, at the same time, I, when I'm playing a game, if, like, I, I don't, as you say, I don't like to sort of interrupt the experience. Like, if I was playing, uh, if okay, so when I was playing Titanfall 1, I started playing the soundtrack as a joke to Top Gun. And uh, running around in Titanfall 1 while Danger Zone is pumping out of the speakers is actually one of the coolest things I've ever done. But if I was playing a, a serious single-player game, like I said, Little Nightmares, I, I would never, I would never mess with that, with that atmosphere. So I guess it depends what kind of games you like to play. Like you know, if you're just grinding in Destiny or mining in Minecraft, then okay, it's it's nice to play whatever yeah. you like to listen to. Uh, so, although I know a lot of people like to snap back when that was a thing and actually watch Netflix in the corner while they do their thing. So yeah, for, for me, it's, I'm very excited because uh, like I say, I love to listen to music, but at the same time, uh, I don't know if it'll make too much of a difference to how I play video games. I know this is so, weird, but I actually make my own tunes sometimes. 
Like, don't make tunes. Do you ever go into, like, battle on a game and just start doing some random theme tune? What, is anyone like, humming it? Humming uh, it? I don't know why, but I tend to go for the Pirates of the Caribbean theme tune. Or just humming it to yourself? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, no, not if I'm on my own, but, like, it's like a battle... battle I was going to say a battle cry, but it's not well, really a battle cry, yeah. I suppose. And, or, I mean, you, you could do the old, you know... The old battlefield trick of when you get into the car and rock up to your friends, you can like honk the horn like did or something like that. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this I, is as close as I get to music. <laughs> really? You know, what, remind me, what does the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean tune <laughs> sound like? Yeah, please. Uh, oh, I knew this. Come remind on. me. Uh, basically, my my favourites when I. Um, Especially in Destiny, I'm going to bring up Destiny like for ages now. Uh, oh, but Destiny, me and my friend, like there was uh, a thing where we basically did a boss and we just kept dying because it was like way over our level called the Nexus, and we'd literally used to run in going um uh oh wait that's wrong tune in it yeah no that's right and then we'd like kill it but then we'd die so. It kind of didn't work. Kill it, then you die. Well, we tried to kill it. Ah. A, t- a very bad attempt to kill it. Right. Several hours because we basically just did the wrong level. But no, yeah, that tends to be our like battle cry, and I don't know why, but we always tend to resort to that theme tune. See, the problem is that you've let Ross record that, and yeah. now that's <laughs> that's, that's probably going to end up with a full like orchestral remix at some point. But I'm I'm okay with this. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't give me ideas. Ah, oh, you could you could do that now, like at the beginning of the Xbox <laughs> uh, Something may happen with that. Something may happen with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, you know, any, I've always said this: any new feature, any new app that adds to the Xbox, there's going to be people that want it and are going to use it. So this is a positive, positive thing and we want to know are you going to use Spotify? How do you use Spotify? And what soundtracks do you listen to whilst playing your games? Let us know in the comments below on Reddit or tweet us at PartyChatPod and we may even mention it on next week's episode. Now before we move on to the interview, um, I just want to give a mention for Clay's favourite game, Siege, which this week has hit 20 million players. That's World War 2. Yeah. So is that 20 million individual players, or Clay playing it 20 million times since the game came out? (laughs) (laughs) That is yet to be decided. I was just going to say that uh, this, this week I saw a small thread raging about keyboard and mouse being a detriment to to games on console and i believe we talked about it before when i opened the thread the guy was an avid player of siege and he said that he was getting destroyed by guys playing keyboard and mouse and this just sort of brought it all back to me here i wonder if i wonder how clayton feels about that we have to ask him well it's not crossplay is it so no but people in the pc no, no, people, uh, there's these things you can buy that you can plug into a controller and they simulate mouse and keyboard. Like you can use a mouse and keyboard and it goes through your controller to the Xbox or the PS4. Sack that? Yeah. Oh, I don't want that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, they're everywhere now. Mm. I can't remember what they're called, but they're everywhere. 
You WASDers stay away from my games. That's all I'm saying. Blasters? Blasters? <laughs> yep, that, that's a thing. That's a thing. It is now. now <laughs> we mentioned it earlier on, but coming up is an interview with Ben and Steve from Pixel Maniacs talking about latest release, Chroma Gun. Now, I just need to pre-warn you, we did have some audio issues when recording this, so we do apologise if the audio quality is not up to our usual standard, but it is a great interview. Anyway, so closing out the episode for this week, here's the interview. Xbox Snap, this week's interview. All right, everybody, welcome back to this week's interview. Today we have some super cool guests for you today from Pixel Maniacs, some developers from Germany. We have Ben Lockman and Steven Kraus. Hey, guys, welcome to the pod. Thank you. Hey. Hey, thanks. Sweet. And we also have Karina standing over there. And uh, hi, Karina. Hey. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, uh, Clay and Ross could not join us for this interview, but we don't need them anyway, right? Of course. We don't need them. Right. Exactly. If, if, I'm not going to say anything, but if you say so. <laughs> it's the cool kids interview. So, guys, like I said, uh, welcome to the pod. Uh, it's very exciting to have you here. How about uh, we start off, you know, nice and easy. And why don't you guys tell us uh, a little bit about, you know, who you guys are and what exactly it is you do at Pixel Maniacs? Well, uh, my name is Ben. I'm the CEO of Pixel Maniacs. And my job is mainly uh, marketing and PR at the moment. And, uh, yeah, of course, all of the boring stuff like uh, typing numbers into Excel sheets and stuff like that. Ah, my favorite. <laughs> I'm Steve. I am uh, creative director at Pixel Maniacs, which means I am in charge of making games sucky and more beautiful. That's that's good. Uh, so later on, you'll be releasing Chroma Gun. Uh, so in case anyone's a little bit unfamiliar, uh, would you like to describe the game? Well, Chromagun is a puzzle first-person shooter game in which you use an experiment gun to solve tests in test chambers that are set in a laboratory, and a snarky narrator guides you and gives you shit about your about your progress. So, is it like Puddle? Yeah, no. that sounds oddly familiar, <laughs> but I can't, I can't put my finger yeah, that, on it. Yeah, that's. <laughs> that, that's the one way to describe it that surprisingly everybody gets hung up on um, so yeah Chromagun Chromagun is sort of like Portal and we had some fun with it in the game as well but actually a lot different other than that that exact description I just gave you um, <laughs> you have this gun the Chromagun surprise and uh, you get to shoot colors right so right. Uh, you can shoot red, uh, red yellow and blue and uh, you can shoot walls and you can shoot, uh, like these floaty ball droids that are called worker droids. And worker droids are attracted to walls of the same color. And you have to use that mechanic to, to like just move the worker droids through the world or through the lab, uh, through the, through the puzzle map. And you have to place them on, on buttons or you have to make them cross, cross uh, electrified tiles so you can cross them. And, um, it's, it's, it's like, like a, like Portal with colors. It's been called okay. Portal meets Splatoon. Right. Ooh. Cause you know, I, I was actually just about to ask you to describe the, the primary mechanic, but you did a really good job. Uh, did, so what, what made you choose colors? I mean, uh, like out of, out of everything that you could possibly have, you know, <laughs> made a gun shoot. 
<laughs> well, uh, the uh, the yeah, game itself yeah, yeah. Uh, was created during uh, Ludum Dare or Ludum Daver. We are not sure how to pronounce it, uh, but it's a game, game. jam um, where people from all over the world um, get a topic, uh, and the topic of this uh, game jam was called an unconventional weapon. And uh, we had to think about uh, some sort of unconventional weapon. And uh, that's why we uh, invented the Chroma Gun. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, I think you guys are about the third people we've had on this pod who whose game begun with a game jam. Um, we, had, I... we, had, we had Sumo Digital with Snake Pass. Their, their mm-hmm. game started as a... As a game jam, and uh, there was another one. Do you remember what the other one, Karina, was? I was just thinking that. I was like, yeah. oh, I can't remember. Yeah, there's another one, but that's, not- that seems to be a, a really good way to to actually come up with a, a a really like winning idea for a game these days, right? I know it seems that way. It is awesome because you, you get to try out. A, a, I'm going to say, quote unquote, complete game within like three days or even two days. It that's pretty good. On the uh, game jam. Yeah. That's true. A few weeks ago, we participated uh, in a German game jam called Beans Jam, uh, where we only had 48 hours to uh, complete the game. That was nice. Ooh. Ooh, nice. What did you make? Oh, I was going to ask that. I was going to know what, what was your topic. <laughs> it was actually pretty fun. Uh, the topic was uh, Space Mafia. <laughs> what? It was completely random. Everybody was so, so pissed because the, like, the, the theme Space... They had that from the beginning, and then the second word was av- added like just before the jam started. Oh. And in the end, it was decided between space moth, moth, space dinosaurs, and everybody was super pissed that space dinosaurs didn't make it. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> space dinosaurs <laughs> are pretty awesome. You could have yeah, made space exactly. You could have made a space dinosaurs. like space dinosaur mafia though. You could have gone. That's what like, a lot of people did. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I've just got an image of a dinosaur running around with a space helmet, but then. Would a T-Rex be able to get the helmet? He wouldn't be able to get it on. Yeah. I think about a huge T-Rex with a cat on his, uh, sitting on his chair. On his lap? And he's just petting the cat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. With his tiny hand. You're gonna make it up, you can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> you can wake up with the severed head of a... What would you wake up with the severed head of in your bed? Not a horse. Uh, no. <laughs> Triceratops? Probably something like that. (laughs) Back on topic away from dinosaurs. Um, (laughs) We can come back to dinosaurs. I was about to say, maybe this could be a sequel. Just add dinosaurs somewhere. Right. Have a little Easter Easter egg. We were saying uh, Chroma Gun's a little bit about, a little bit similar to Portal. Would you say there's a lot of a difference? Like, what makes Chroma Gun so special? Well, there's no portals. Oh. That's kind of, that's kind of a big one. Right. (laughs) So it's, what, so basically, you're saying that the the main difference is the fact that it's like a testing chamber with snarky commentary. <laughs> that's that's that makes it very different, yeah. No, yeah. Um, like what, what we. Found I mean, out, the main similarity. Sorry, you you caught me. Nice, nice. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the main similarity is the outlying theme, I'd say, because that's what we were going for. Like when we developed the game for the game jam, actually, we had it planned as a twin stick top down shooter, um, oh. and. But then, like, development-wise, it became clear that we had a game with a, with a gun, with the test chambers, right? And we were mm-hmm. like, all right, let's 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 try first person. And then we tried first person, and then we're like, oh, this is Portal. So <laughs> we, we decided to, like, it, 
at the end of the end of the game, it was it was set in space and it had this weird spacey gun and the droids weren't droids, but they were like blobby paint monsters. I'm not sure what to call them. Um, okay. But when we decided to like keep on developing, we thought like, okay, if this is somewhat similar to Portal, we have to play with that because like that's fun. So that's when the white labs came. And the snarky nerdy dude came. Okay. Before that, it was super abstract. Right. Okay. I've been playing a lot of uh, Splatoon 2 lately. Um, Ross isn't here, and he gets really pissy when I talk (laughs) about Nintendo on the Xbox (laughs) podcast. But uh, So uh, I I can talk about it now. Ha, ha, ha. But uh, (laughs) I've actually kind of – I'm really loving the the, – have you guys played Splatoon 2? No. Oh, it's, Man, it's, it's really fun and it's, it's really colorful and, you know, it's, it's, it, I'm, I'm actually, uh, it's quite refreshing to play a game that's, you know, it's all about colors. So I'm, I, I'm very much looking forward to, uh, to giving your game a try just, just for the sake of it. You know, uh, I think everyone's done with this brown, gray, grim, dark sort of aesthetic. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. But, uh, I, I actually want to ask you guys, you know, because this is a question, uh, I was really excited to write this question because it's something I've always wanted to ask. And we haven't had actually, a, uh, a puzzle game developer on here before. So you guys are the first. Congratulations. Um, but so what I want to know is how do you go about designing a puzzle room? Like, like, can, can you take us through, like, how you develop, like, a fiendish sort of brain teaser? Do you, like, start with the solution and work backwards? Or I, I've always wondered. That's a well, good question. One method uh, of doing this is uh, building a lot of them <laughs> and right. simply testing them. Okay. That's a brute force way, yeah. So, so there's two, like, methods we use. One, like Ben said, is just brute force it, like, just make a lot of rooms and just do whatever comes to your to your head and then mm. see if that works and if that's fun and and then what usually happened is you find some sort of mechanic that tends to like turn up again and again or show up up again the second was to like you said design the solution and then just make it incrementally harder to solve so you'll start off a room that has an entry and an exit and right. then you'll add a wall in the middle. Then you'll add a door so you can pass through the wall. And you'll lock the door with the with the trigger. And then you add a worker droid to no, open the trigger. But then you block the worker droid like from going to the trigger with another wall. And then like incrementally you add more obstacles and add solutions to those obstacles. Okay. And See, then, this is always fascinating to me. Sorry, please continue. <laughs> uh, and then, like what I what I mentioned earlier, these these mechanics that show up over time, um, you tend to use those in that process. Like for example, we have um, we have what, what we call the T mechanic. Right. Shows up a lot in the game. Um, when you like, so you have these you have these droids, right? Right. These droids are attracted to walls of the same color. Now. You have a wall, and there's a hole in the wall. Behind that hole, like, let's say there's a door in the wall, okay? Mm-hmm. And behind that door, there's another wall. So what you want to do is you paint the the wall, like the wall tile, left and right of the door in the color of the droid, so the droid floats between the doors, and then you okay. paint 
the wall behind the door so the droid passes through, if that makes sense at all. Yeah, I understand what you I mean. So that's that. why you say you, you make a T. And you right, exactly. It. That's and I really think cool. what really helped was uh, that a lot of different employees uh, were working on uh, building puzzles because we had an online level editor where our team could log in and create and play around with the me- mechanics we already had integrated. And, um, yeah, different people uh, get different ideas. So that's true. Uh, it, it really made sense that a lot of people um, tried to build some levels. Cool. Well, seems good. But seeing, you know, when you go on about the mechanics, how do you, how do you essentially go, right, okay, this level's harder? How, how do you define one of your employees' levels to be <laughs> easier than another? Like, is it by the amount of mechanics? Is it by, like, time? What would you say? you know, how it differentiates between them. Yeah, because that makes sense, because, you know, levels go from easy to hard, right? How do you decide what's the hardest puzzle? Well, you play it, and then you say, gee, that's hard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just trial and error. Yeah, apparently we didn't do that good of a job, because uh, some of the... And I I, I agree, to some point, um, difficulty scales somewhat oddly in Chroma Gun at some points, but that's just because at the end, we were we were trying to release and we were still figuring out how to sort the puzzles and yeah sometimes like individually sorting puzzles for difficulty does not sort puzzles for everybody if you know what I'm saying yeah yeah I mean I mean very subjective if I think about it now like uh, to go back to for example Portal um, there's quite a few puzzles like in the middle of the game that stumped me for hours and then all of a sudden I was like wait a minute. That's, yeah. I'm an idiot. Well, actually, at the, at the time, I was like, I'm a genius. And then I was like, wait, that was so obvious. Damn. Yeah. I'm actually an idiot, you know, so. That's but, puzzle games for you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, based on that, what, that discussion, uh, how did you guys, uh, test the difficulty? Like, uh, you, you know, when, when you know the solution, did you just like, uh, hand it off to someone else in the team who hadn't played it before and, and watched where they start throwing the controller or, or what? <laughs> well, we did this uh, on the one hand, but we also uh, we also uh, launched the game uh, first on mobile uh, yeah. because we used to be a mobile company a few years ago, and um, we thought it would be a good idea, but it wasn't. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> mobile uh, had the had the big advantage of um, having um, systems like Google Analytics to get it integrated into the game uh, so we could track and analyze dropout rates after certain levels uh, ah you could you could measure the rage quit yeah right. yes <laughs> that's, it was that's actually pretty amazing vividly that's a good description <laughs> i remember uh reading some posts from one of the developers uh at uh is it is it frictional they make amnesia and soma oh yeah um and uh they were saying that they can see where people quit the game and actually refunded it on, on Steam. And they said that they were actually really proud. Or, or this is this game is Soma. They're really proud because there's a certain moment in the game that it, I don't want to spoil it for any anybody, but basically the only way to win is to stop playing. Essentially, you know, like it's one of those moments. Right. And, uh, a lot of people were just like, you know, no, I'm done, and they quit the game and they refunded it, and they're like, you know, that, each one of these refunds is a, is a badge of honor. So 
I, I can sort of see, you know, it, in good. a way, being able to measure the rage quit is actually, you know, kind of kind of useful, I guess. It is. It is super useful. I think there are also Unity plugins for it. Uh, yes, now they are. Uh, when we when we started uh, back when we released on iOS, I think it was still in development. Is it is it built on Unity? Yeah. Handy, handy little engine that one. I have to say, <laughs> while my my mouth is flapping, uh, and you guys are talking about iOS, uh, what's it like upgrading a game from from handheld to console? Like, uh, what improvements do you get to make in the console edition? Oh, minor improvements. Uh, yeah, it's just like you know, one one or two more polygons. No, uh, honestly, it's <laughs> like, um, how do I describe that? It's like what you're spending eternity in hell, and all of a sudden you get a free pass to heaven. Oh wow! Really? No, nice. I, it's not hell. <laughs> like, well, well, it's not hell, but uh, consoles are. Oh my god! Like, there's just, just worlds. Yeah, one big problem is that uh, not everybody has the newest iPhone. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. So you have to develop for iPhones 4 through 7, mm-hmm. whereas, like, we develop on Xbox 1 through 1. Yeah, that makes sense, really. I understand where you're coming from. Actually, you know, we, we have had one other developer who went from mobile to console, and they were also German. Really? I, uh, yeah, Rockfish. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, yeah and... You know, yeah, uh, awesome guys. And they said the exact same thing, more or less, uh, that going from mobile to, to console and PC was like, ah, yeah, sweet. And you're never going back. <laughs> no, it's incredible. But they have really good mobile game. Uh, was it Galaxy on Fire? I think. Or, uh, that's very possible. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. I think it, yeah. Yeah. Was it? No. Everspace is their thing. Everspace is the current game. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they had a mobile game before. Yeah, they did. Very successful. So with Chroma Gun, uh, yeah. have you guys ever thought about multiplayer? Either, you know, local or even online? I mean, you could probably, you know, get players to even meet their own levels. Would you ever suggest that? Well, multiplayer we have thought about. Um, but, like, portal multiplayer worked very well because you just add more portals, right? Chroma Gun multiplayer would not necessarily work because there's a very finite amount of colors. Also, we when when we first started making it, um, we had no no idea what we were doing. So multiplayer was just so far out of reach for us that we were just okay. Let's just let's finish the game like single player player before we like reach for the stars. So so Chroma Gun two then is when we should expect multiplayer. <coughs> I'm gonna let this CEO answer that. Um, Mr. CEO. Well, <laughs> I've learned from the past that you should never promise anything. <laughs> <laughs> very clever. But it would be very, very wise. Yeah. That, that's that's why you're the CEO, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, to, we planned to. Uh, well, we were participating in this game jam where mm. we uh, where we uh, developed Chroma Gun in three days. Well, the first version of Chroma Gun, and our idea was to well uh, simply finish it. <laughs> and this finishing process uh, took about eight months for the PC version. 
And uh, two years later, we are launching the console version. So uh, it, it takes much more time than you usually uh, might think. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can imagine. Yeah. So, uh, guys, what are the I want to ask, what other puzzle games uh, are some of your favorites? Well, definitely Portal. Yeah, other than that, Portal. That's a, that's a given, right? Yeah. I, I never got around to play the Talos Principle, although everybody says I should. Um, I loved Braid. Ah, Braid is good. Braid was fantastic. What is this old game called? This Pipe... T- pipe Mania? Pipe Mania? Oh, yeah. Pipe Mania. Where, oh. where you turn the pipes... And, That's and, awesome. And, and, oh, I uh, and they That was went, really good. What was it? In Bioshock, they had that yes. the hacking minigame. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that game is too stressful for me to play. <laughs> that, that, that is that is insane. But yeah, have yeah, you guys yeah, played yeah. um have you guys played the Turing test? No, I, I, people have been, been telling. Yeah, because it's also one of these first person sort right. of uh, puzzle games. It's I, I highly recommend it. People have been saying that. So, what would you guys say is next for uh, Pixel Maniacs? Well, um, we still have a few games in the pipeline. Um, one actually, I'm going to let Ben uh, do this because he mentioned. Uh, Pipe Mania. Yeah, it's um, uh, a guy, a friend of us um, brought up Pipe Mania because he told us that the game is quite similar to our second project, Can't Drive This, um, because uh, it's a game where one player drives a track while the other one uh, builds it at the same moment. That and sounds incredibly, incredibly stressful, but it is possibly fun. The best kind of multiplayer game. Yes, it's like Monopoly level friendship destroying. Oh, yeah. oh, that's that's a tough call. I think the only, the only game I've played that comes close to Monopoly is Overcooked. Oh, it's just oh, that's that. cool. Yeah, that's true. I, I have seen like actual relationship uh, issues develop at parties based on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, that I know we've now banned it from our gaming nights. <laughs> but you know guys we've we've reached the end of our little interview here you've been such great sports but i'm afraid i have one final question for you and i oh, know that uh, yeah oh i see at, at the beginning i i promised you that i was going to keep it casual and keep it fun but i lied you oh, see no. i have this one question that we ask all of our guests and this is like the most serious, hard-hitting piece of video game journalism that you're ever going to hear. So I hope you guys are ready, okay? I'm really sorry that I have to ask you this. Is it about politics? Okay. Yeah, oh, it's, 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 it, it definitely is political. Okay, here it comes. Which Uh-oh. classic video game character could you knock out with one punch? Huh. <laughs> After all that, you oh. define classic. Uh, you can define classic yourself because that's kind of impossible. That depends how much of an old man like me you are. Okay. Take your could time. You repeat, could you repeat the question, well, please? Pac-Man seems. Yeah. Like easy. <laughs> I mean, you, you could you could take Pac-Man with one punch. I wouldn't. You couldn't knock him over because he's round. Mm. It's physically impossible. I mean, if you uppercutted him, it's he not. would like turn inside out, like when he dies. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> you know when he yeah, dies, you get him in the upper jaw, though, and he's gone. So, okay, so you're yeah. saying Pac-Man? Exactly. 
I, I uh, want an answer from both of you, though. Sure. You, you, you okay, don't get off okay. that easy. All right, all right, hold on. Um, Think it over. Screw it, I'm going to say snake. Snake. Yeah, like, sure. old, the old school like, snake. Like, like, like oh. snake like I, on the Nokia, Nokia 38100 or whatever it was? <laughs> oh, man, no, no game. snake as in, as in Big Boss. Oh, that's snake. That's snake. I'll snake! Hell yeah. Snake. No way. I, I, would just, I would just wait for him to, to get... Like to 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 get the attention of a guard, run away, and I trip him, and then I do the rest. That is the most ballsy answer I think yeah. you've ever had on here. Snake. I'll do it. I'll do it, or I'll die trying. I, I was ready, <laughs> I was ready for like snake, snake, like Nokia snake. I was like, yeah, okay, we can go there. We've had we had Frogger on here, Major Nelson from Xbox said Frogger. So I was like, yeah, you know. In, in fact, we. We had the entire Xbox support team on here, and almost all of them picked some sort of animal. The uh, duck hunt dog is really <laughs> unpopular. Uh, someone said uh, Echo the dolphin, like uh, animals. I was, I was ready oh, to go the there. from you know? Goat Simulator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, a snake. That's not, yeah. Okay, that's that's one for the record books. Good job. Uh, just just be careful. You know, one day you might have to might have to follow through. <laughs> I'll I'll be ready. I'll be training. <laughs> oh lord but you know seriously thanks guys uh for dropping by you've been thank you for having ab- us. absolutely uh fantastic guests and you've been really good sports even though we've been asking some pretty lame questions uh chroma gun <laughs> is yeah. coming out when on the ben i will say wrong again 2023 <laughs> 23rd yeah 23rd of august the 23rd of august so that is from the time of listening to this podcast uh, just under two weeks, cause we are coming out on Thursday the 10th. So you got, yeah, two weeks after hearing this to, to save your pennies to pick up Chroma Gun and it's coming out on the Xbox One and what else? PC? PS4? What? Uh, it's already out on PC and it's coming out on the 23rd on PS4 as well. Okay, sweet. So it's out on the Xbox One first, and that's that's all that matters. Um, <laughs> and uh, thanks a lot, guys, and uh, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. The official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. Let's do this. Scorpio does sound better.